We're going to get into some scripture for just a few minutes. So if you have a Bible, either in hard copy or digitally, feel free to pull out your iPhones, your iPads, your iWhat? iWhat? Pod. Pod. What? iBible. I, yeah. Just something which in some way has the scriptures in it. And let's go to Galatians chapter 6. I'm going to jump in there in just a moment. Last time we were together, I, it was Mother's Day and we had a good time. If you weren't here, you missed out. Deb was on fire, dropping a prophetic bomb um, at the end. But before that, I talked into um, a significant kingdom principle and it was interesting because it was Mother's Day, it was a good time to talk about the, the idea of honour your father and mother so that it may go well with you. How many of you were here for that? Where the heck were the rest of you? <laughs> You're all forgiven. Um, you, you were busy eating lunch, Mother's Day. No, you were here. Yeah, That's where everyone else was. I know, but we deliberately have church at four so that lunch is finished. Yeah, afternoon tea, here, here. Anyway, we talked about honouring your mother and father. And it is, a, it is a principle of the kingdom. And there is a reaping attached to that. And, it was simp- and the idea is simple. It says... In Exodus 20, honor your father and mother that it may go well with you. And the idea is if something is not going well with you in some area of your life, there's a chance that we can track back to somewhere where we have sowed dishonor with mum and dad. And I shared you know, just you know, a tiny snippet of some of my own journey um, around that. Underneath that whole principle, if you like, is a bigger principle, which is called sowing and reaping. Anyone heard of the idea of sowing and reaping? Anyone ever reaped anything that they really didn't want to reap? Yeah, yeah, my, 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 my hand's up there um, as well. So, I am coming to Galatians 6, promise. A lot of metaphors in the Bible have their basis in agriculture because like, we live in, not even an industrial economy, we live in an information economy, um, which is why we can all work from home you know, in a pandemic. In biblical days, they were in an agricultural economy. Now, they all worked from home, but their homes were like hundreds of thousands of acres. And the more children they had, um, the more workers they had on their farms. Um, which sounds like a great idea now that I... Anyway, so the idea of sowing and reaping, it is a kingdom principle. Obviously, it's an agricultural principle. And the idea is you sow a seed, you reap a something. Well, you reap a harvest. That's a, it wasn't even what I was going for, but that's better than what I had. Yeah, you, when you sow a seed, you reap something back as a result. Now, if you sow a seed of corn, you're probably going to reap corn, as distinct from watermelons or snowflakes, for example. You may wonder why I said that. There is one other person in the room knows why I said that, but that's, that's for another... Can't, oh, now I remember the other word. Okay. So when you sow something, the act of sowing is you put something in the ground and you kind of let it go. Like at that point, you lose control of what happens next. Get the idea? You put a seed in the ground, you, know, you water it, you have an influence there, but ultimately once you put that thing in the ground, you, you've kind of let go of it. And what happens next is, well, it's not totally chance, but it's outside, it's outside of your direct control. 
This idea of sowing in the kingdom is a really significant one. And one of the things I believe that is really important for all of us is understanding how God's kingdom works. And it's one of the areas I believe God is increasing our understanding of in this day and age because I don't know if you've discovered this, there's a whole lot of stuff I read in here that is A, really awesome, really promised to us that I've not yet experienced. Am I the only one? I I mean, I see this, I, I see lots of things in here that are promised and I haven't experienced them all yet. Am I the only one in the room or is is anyone else there with me? Okay, thank you. Now, every now and then I just worry that it's just me. And Anyway, one of the ways that we are going to start to unlock everything that is in here and bring that not just from a, not bring it from a theology into an experience is learning how his kingdom works. Learning how his kingdom operates because his kingdom has laws And when I'm saying laws, I'm not talking about like road laws. I'm talking like the laws of physics, like the law of gravity. And has anyone ever been in a situation where the law of gravity did not work? Anyone? Anyone where it's just like gravity didn't, and you just poof. Oh, it didn't work out well. (laughs) Yeah, but the law still worked. It didn't necessarily work out well for you. Same with the principle of sowing and reaping. It always works. It doesn't always work out well for you. It depends what you sowed. So here's the deal. Let's go to to Galatians chapter 6 because sowing and reaping is one of a small number of foundational kingdom principles that if we understand and use this principle, it can change our life. If we don't understand it, it can come and kick our butt and definitely impact our destiny. Galatians 6. Verse 7. So at the end of the book of Galatians, as Paul does in a lot of his letters, he gives a whole lot of practical, if you like, instruction on how to live. Verse 7, he says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man... Now, just in case you're wondering, this is not just talking about males. This is a generic gender statement speaking of everybody. I'm the bride of Christ. You're a man. For this particular moment, okay? Um, A man will reap what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from their flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. So let's pick up this principle for just a moment. So it says, don't be deceived, God cannot be mocked, a man will reap what he sows. When I'm sowing, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing an action, I'm doing something, and my actions don't operate in isolation in the kingdom. I'm always sowing something. I want you to get this little progression here. This is one that I, I learned years and years ago, and you may even remember it from youth at Epping Church of Christ, even. Do you know where I'm going yet? No. Okay, so get it. Sow a thought, reap an action. Okay, capture that part to start with. Sow a thought. In other words, if I keep on thinking on something, ultimately that thought is going to manifest in my behavior. Okay, sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, 
a reaper habit. See where I'm going? Sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, I reap a lifestyle. Sow a lifestyle, I reap a destiny. Starts right back here. Now, this is not the only verse that talks about sowing and reaping. So number one, it says, don't be deceived, God cannot be mocked, a man will reap what he sows. So in other words, if I think that I can do something, I can sow something, and that's not in some way going to come back at me, I am deceived. I've fallen under a spirit of deception, and I'm actually mocking God. In other words, I am flying in the face of one of his straight-out kingdom principles, and that is, a man will reap what he sows. You want me to do the thing again? Okay. So a thought, reap, and action. Good. Tick. So and reap a habit. So a habit, reap a lifestyle. So a reap a destiny. Good. Yeah, happy? Okay, thanks. Well, you all helped there. That was good. You got the idea. It's really simple. But as I said, if I think that if by doing something, I'm not going to reap something back from that, I am deceived. Now, we often think, as I'm saying that, many of you are thinking, ooh, okay, that, you, know, you probably think of bad stuff that you could sow. <laughs> Maybe, just by the looks on some of your faces, it's like guilty as heck there. This not only works with the bad stuff, this works with the good stuff as, as well. So Jesus, was, Jesus talked about money more than any other subject, believe it or not. If you go through the Gospels and count up the number of subjects, the number of times he talked about it, he talked about money more than any other subject um, when he walked the earth, at least that we have recorded. And one of the things he said was, give and it will be given to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. It will be poured back into your lap. That's a sowing and reaping right there. But it's not a bad one. So we, we just took up an offering, which is, you know, a good thing to do. We often forget. What did you say? Yeah, and you said that. This is kind of what, part of what triggered this, is if I am not, as I sow that offering, agreeing and believing that something is going to come back at me because of what I've sowed, that something good is, I'm going to reap a harvest from that, I'm deceived. We think it's just the bad stuff. You know, if I keep sowing hatred and, and bitterness into my relationships, I'm going to reap it back. If I keep sowing dishonour, I'm going to reap it back. Remember, last time I talked a little bit about I was reaping some stuff in my life and I wasn't happy with what I was reaping. And so I kind of tracked back and went, okay, God, I've sowed something. I've sowed dishonour somewhere here. What is it? And he started to talk to me about what that was so I could start to undo it. Likewise, when we don't add faith to the good stuff that we do, like when we give... When we don't add faith to it and believe that we are going to get a return on that and increase because of that, we're actually mocking God and we're deceived. Isn't that good news? No? All right, well, let's close off then. <laughs> okay, let me, let me read another verse to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6. 
2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, it says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. There it is again. Jesus says it. Paul says it in the Gospels. Multiple times. Specifically there. So, what am I going for here? I want to challenge us to add faith to stuff a whole lot more than we have because there is a a reaping on the positive side that we are missing out on by not attaching faith to some of the stuff that we do. One of the things God challenged Deb and I about, uh, it's been a number of times, was there are unclaimed funds in heaven. In other words, there are unclaimed resources in heaven. You know, we're sitting here, there's a whole lot of things we want to do. You say, yeah, we want to launch a transformation center, um, you know, to, to essentially heal the pain and trauma of our community. That costs money. And God's like, well, there are a whole lot of funds up here that I've had set aside for stuff like that. No one's ever claimed them. So how about you do? All right, we will do that. When we are living short of what this book says we can have, it's possibly because we're not understanding how his kingdom works. And therefore, we're not attaching faith to some of the things that we sow. So we often pray when we, when we take up an offering. And this is not just about money, right? Money is a really useful thing because it's really concrete. It's either there or it's not. So it's a very useful illustration of all this, but it's about so much more than that. When I sow in and serve other people, I'm going to reap back. Now, do I do it for that reason? Yeah, because in, in church we kind of think, well, that's really selfish. I'm just doing it because I want to get something back. Well, that's a hard issue. Of course, I want to give because I want to give because that's the heart of Jesus. At the same time, if I think that I'm not going to reap from that, I'm deceived according to this. Yeah, you with me? All right. You may or may not want to put your hand up for this one. How many of you, yeah, just, let's just keep this as a, if you like, a rhetorical question that you can just keep your hand down. How many of you are experiencing results in your life that you would rather not be experiencing in any kind of way whatsoever? Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, I said you didn't have to do that, but I appreciate that you did. Okay. And it could either be you are experiencing things you don't want to experience or you're not experiencing things you do want to experience. Could be either side of that coin. One approach to that is we can stand there as a real victim and kind of go, wow, that really sucks. And we are a little too well-versed in powerlessness, I want to suggest. Because the good news of this truth about sowing and reaping is it actually puts us in the driver's seat us with Jesus in the driver's seat and absolutely empowered because I can sow something different. I can repent of stuff that I've sowed and break that thing off. So if I'm experiencing stuff in my life I don't want to experience, I need to stop and go, what, am I so- what have I sowed? What am I reaping? So little, little example, little confession, if you like, okay? Just good confession time. We're in church, good time to confess some sin. So every now and then, just every now and then, I get frustrated that I don't have help with things. So I just, you know, and I do things myself and I go, oh, well, I'll just do it. 
But that's actually a little bit of a reaping because I don't always like to ask people. I don't like to put people out. And so I'm experiencing, this is a really simple one, I'm experiencing a result that I don't like. I've got to do all this. And you know, poor, poor me, poor victim, I'm working so hard. No one else is doing anything. Lie. But anyway, you get the idea. I'm having this beautiful little pity party when actually no one even knows there's anything to do or that I need a single thing because one of my foundational, if you like, um, lies, wounds, is I have no need of anything. I don't need any help. I'm fine. And then I reap that over here and I think, oh, I don't really like that. But I can stay in the victim mode and whinge and complain and still have the same cycle or I can go, maybe I'm reaping something. Maybe I need to take a look in the mirror and go, God, talk to me. Get the idea? Now, three kinds of reaping. So one is, I sow a good seed, I reap a good harvest. That's the stuff we want to go for. In other words, we want to take this principle of sowing and reaping, we want to take it to the bank. Because God said this is the way that his kingdom works. So that's one kind. There's another kind. And that is sowing bad stuff and reaping that back. So like I say, giving, attaching faith to giving. When you give, pray over it and go, God, I attach faith to this. And I say, shit. It's like it came out, but it's actually attached. I'm attaching face to, I can't see face, I'm now attaching face to, it's your fault. (laughs) See, I'm just a powerless victim here. I'm sure I'm reaping for the times that I've heckled others. So anyway, great example of reaping right here, right now. When I'm giving, I want to attach faith to that and go, God, your word says, when I give, it will be given back to me, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And right now, there's a whole lot of stuff that we want to do with our world that we don't have enough money for. And I'm not just talking holidays. I'm talking transformation centers. I'm talking ministry. I'm talking visionary stuff. So I'm going to attach faith to that. Every time I sow and give money, I'm like, I'm putting a seed in the ground. I'm saying, God, your kingdom says I'm going to reap something from that. And I'm going to declare that every single time. So, so many times we miss out on the potential bounce back by, you know, like I, I like setting up auto transfers for giving because it means I'm not going to forget and it's kind of part of my discipline of making sure it happens and making sure it happens first so that I don't spend a whole lot of stuff and then go, oh, I've got no money left to give. So I like to do that. The downside of that is I can sometimes forget and this is why we like to pray over the offering every time we do it here is because even if we give online, when we're together, we want to attach faith to what we have given and believe that we're going to reap. Because that's what God, well, I didn't make that stuff up. It's in the book. Feel free to read it. Check it out. It's in the contract. So it's actually an act of faith and agreement with God to get in line with, in alignment with that. So that's like sowing the good seed. Sowing the bad seed, I was obviously reaping a little somehow there. I'll work out later what was going on there. That's the other kind of, I sow a bad seed, I get it back. There's another kind of sowing and reaping. And that is when I don't sow anything. So, when does this happen? Have any of you ever had an unexpected situation come up at you that has required faith in that moment and you felt like you came up short? Or is that just me? Okay, my my hand's up there. Yeah, I'm I'm confronted with either a situation in my own life, a bill that can't be paid, um, someone that needs healing for something, and I'm coming up short. What's the problem? I'm trying to reap a harvest when I haven't put any seed in the ground. 
In other words, I, I hadn't taken the time to sit with God, to sit with his word and let that build in me for that kind of situation. I waited for the situation to appear and then I tried to reap a harvest. But the thing with sowing and reaping, when you sow a seed, you put it in the ground, it takes time for that sucker to grow, yeah? That's simple agriculture. That seed, sorry. It takes time for that seed to grow. So if I wait until the obstacle or the challenge or the thing appears in front of me to try and then build the faith, I'm going to come up short and it's going to be like I'm trying to reap a full tree when I just put the seed in the ground. Now that's not to say, oh, well, I forgot to give it, you know, what I sow in that moment matters well. I can either agree with unbelief or faith in that moment as well. What I sow there matters. But what I want to do is I want to be starting to sow seeds. I want to be building faith. I want to be planting his word in me. I want to be taking the prophetic words that have been spoken over my life and chewing them over and meditating them over so that it builds faith in me such that when a situation arises, the tree is already grown and I'm ready to harvest it. Are we making sense? I'm having fun. Are you all okay? <laughs> this is the deal. See, so many of us are falling short of what the kingdom promises, not because we're doing bad stuff. It's just that we haven't done any stuff. It's like, we, we, it's like in some areas we've just switched off and gone, I've forgotten to sow seeds. And I, then I go looking for a harvest at a moment and there's nothing there. And it's only because I haven't planted anything. So three kinds, and this is where I want to land. The good kind, where I sow good seed and I reap good stuff. What's the key there? Remind me. Yeah, attach faith to that. Attach faith. Be thankful. The funny thing is, in the kingdom, this is another way God's kingdom works that's different to the earth. In the earth realm, let's use a sporting analogy. Someone scores a go- I'm doing a basketball shot there. I'm not, I'm just, net basketball. Doing a basketball shot. Hey, you know I played netball for a while. You know how badly I sucked at that. Yeah. See, honesty. Basketball. Okay? In the earth realm, someone scores a goal, we cheer. We're thankful. We celebrate. In the kingdom, we celebrate and then the goal gets scored. That's another sowing and reaping. When we, when we start with thankfulness, this is why Psalm 100 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. This is how we come in. We don't go in, check the place out and go, well, there's some good stuff here, thankful. No, we actually enter by starting with thanksgiving. That's attaching faith to the goodness of God, which we just sang about, which actually reaps a harvest. Boom. So there's the good kind. And what we want to do is attach faith to the things that we sow so that we end up building in the kingdom and building a momentum in the kingdom such that whenever an opportunity comes, a challenge comes, we're ready to harvest that thing. Thank you. I'll pay you after. Now, <laughs> the, the second part, when stuff is happening in my life, when results are happening in my life that I'm like, you know, not loving that. That's when I go, God, is it possible that I'm reaping something here? Talk to me. Like I said, I was reaping dishonor back in some, in some of my business world that I wasn't enjoying. It was deeply frustrating. It had been happening for years. It took me a few years to kind of wake up and go, if this is continually happening, this is like on repeat, same kind of thing. Maybe it's me. <laughs> I'm the only common thing in all of these situations. Maybe it's me. And that's where I go, God, talk to me. 
What have I sowed? And then lastly, this is when we forget to sow anything at all. So I've sowed something good, attached faith, sowed something bad. God, talk to me, own it, repent of it, break it. It, it, it kills the weed, plant something different. The other is just the, we just forget to plant. We forget to actually, whether it be get into scripture, whether it be to meditate on promises, whether um, to give, whatever it is. We just forget to sow and then we come, on a situa- come to a situation or an opportunity, a challenge or an opportunity and we want to harvest that thing but there's nothing to harvest because we've been waiting for the thing to appear to do anything when in the kingdom we want to build momentum beforehand so that when that thing appears we're ready to harvest it. Are we making sense? So this is, this is just a little, if you like, kingdom 101. How does God's kingdom operate? And the key thing I want you to remember is we are all living short of everything that is promised in here. And the more that we understand how his kingdom works, this is just one, there's a few more of these, but this is just one. When we understand this principle, all of a sudden, we're no longer powerless victims. We actually get to, in partnership with Jesus, determine our destiny. All right, let's stand. All right, let's, let's, let's hand on heart. I'm going to pray a few things, and I just want you in your own heart, with the stuff that resonates with you, just kind of go, yeah, God, that's me. And while a lot of us go straight for the I've sown bad stuff, like I said, I had some of that. You know, I, I was reaping some things because of stuff that I did that I needed to break, I needed to repent of. Yes, there's that, but one of our biggest challenges is not attaching faith to the good stuff we do. Because we think, oh, that's selfish. But no, God's word actually says it. So God, where we have been deceived around sowing good seed and we haven't taken your word and said that we will reap from that, we will reap from that good things. That when we sow generously, we will reap generously. God, where we haven't attached our faith to that, God, would you forgive us and would you turn our hearts around and connect us and plug us into how your kingdom operates? Because, God, we don't want to live short of what you promised. We want what's in that book and our life to actually be one and the same story. So God, we repent for not attaching faith to stuff that you said we would be blessed for. And God, we ask you to turn our hearts and we sow seeds of faith in our own hearts right now. And we just say to our hearts, hearts start to believe. Start to believe. Start to align with what Scripture says. Start to align with what the Word of God says. And be fruitful. Now, God, for those of us that, that have got results, we are, we're reaping things in our life that we're not enjoying. Firstly, God, we just repent of victimhood. Now, what I'm not, like, if you've, been, if, you know, if you've suffered an accident, a, abuse, 
um, you know, stuff like that, where someone, the choices of somebody else has landed um, upon you in some kind of abusive, criminal, whatever way. I'm not now saying you're reaping and it's your fault, okay? Let, let's not go there. That's, that's not cool. That's not the case. But where we are experiencing results on, on like rinse and repeat that are less than what your kingdom promises, that are no fun, that, that, are, that are frustrating, that are blocking. God, we just ask for a spirit of wisdom and revelation to come upon us, to look at, God, where have we sowed? And we repent of victimhood. We repent of powerlessness. We repent of um, not understanding that we have sowed something and now we're reaping, where we've been deceived, thinking we can sow something and not reap from that. And God, I just ask for just whether it be tonight, whether it be this week, that little seeds of revelation will start to drop on us where we will break off um, and break away from things that we've sown in the past. Whether we've agreed with unbelief and and just kind of gone into hopelessness, Um, whether we've sowed discord in relationships, whether we have um, attached hopelessness to, to finances or to destiny. God, we break agreement with that. And God, give us wisdom on how to sow those seeds of faith and to bring us back into alignment with who you say we are. And God, where we've forgotten to sow it all and we've expected to reap something, but we haven't sown. God, wake us up. Wake us up to the reality of your kingdom, to the reality of everything that you have promised. God, you didn't die on the cross so that we could do church until we die. You died on the cross and rose again and put yourself inside of us that we may live a kingdom life that is far above everything that this earth has. Where the right stuff is drawn to us, where favour, where blessing, where breakthrough is attracted to us. God, teach us how to sow that kind of stuff. We give you permission. Take us on a journey. With your voice and with your word, take us on a journey so that we will reap a kingdom harvest and that we will experience everything that you promised in your word. In Jesus' name. And everybody said...